Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. You're about to go on a journey of empathy, understanding and transformation. Get ready to dive into the heart of humanity's most pressing questions with me, Rebecca Hemmings, the CEO of Strawberry Words Training Consultancy and guests. It's time to turn up the volume on kindness and to amplify the voices of minorities that often go unheard. This podcast asks questions like, how can we create workplaces where ethnic minorities thrive without the chains of career stagnation? What if universities were safe havens for all, free from the storm of microaggressions? And how can we bridge the gaps between cultures that have been divided by the walls of bias and ignorance? This is not just a podcast. This is a revolution of empathy. Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. Get ready to explore, learn and change the world one compassionate conversation at a time. So, three creative ways to explore culture and identity in schools, but actually you can do this uh, for adults. You don't have to do these just with children. Uh, well, maybe apart from the first exercise. So, uh, for those of you who do not know, um, Strawberry Words, that's the company I run, right? Um, we started out as a theatre and education company. So, um, the work we did was primarily delivering workshops and we'd use theatre and creativity as a tool to spark discussion and to um, instill particular lessons, right? And particularly around culture and identity. So this is where this comes from, right? So I'm going to just talk you through um, just three exercises you can use as a school teacher, as a trainer, um, as a facilitator to help uh, spark conversation around culture, identity, division, um, separation between different groups and so on. So the first way, first exercise, it's a game, the sun shines down on, um, you may or may not have heard of it, right? So it's where you've got everybody in a, a circle, so you can do this like with a class, right? And you've got one person who's not in a circle and there's not a chair for them. So they're standing in the middle of this circle. The, they want to sit down and be a part of the group like everybody else. So what they're going to do is they will, everyone who comes in the middle, they, they'll do this. They say, the sun shines down on, and then they've got to follow that with something that applies to themselves. So, you know, the sun shines down, shines down on anyone who's wearing black shoes, or the sun shines down on anyone who likes football, or the sun shines down on anyone who went on holiday last year. Like, as long as it applies to themselves, that bit's really important because if it doesn't apply to them, um, then they can say, they can make insults. Um, and it can get out of control. So it's got to be something that applies to them, right? So they say this, the sun shines down on anyone who had breakfast this morning. And, and then all the people who had breakfast that morning have to stand up and swap places, not run, walk and find another seat, okay? In the meanwhile, that person in the middle then has to go and sit down. Okay, great. Then it repeats as the next person gets up and says, the sun shines down on. Now, what's this got to do with cultural identity, I hear you ask? Well, um, when you've done this, I'd say probably do it a good six to seven times. What you begin to establish are the commonalities with, and the similarities between groups. And so, you, but you don't say that initially. You just say, okay, given the fact that we're doing a, you know, we've got a lesson on 
culture or identity or racism or discrimination, whatever the topic topic is that's related to this, right? Um, or diversity. Um, given that we're talking about diversity, what lesson do you think you can learn from that activity? So you get them to give you the answer and then obviously if they don't give you the answer, you tell them that what, you, what this demonstrates is that as human beings, we are more similar than we are different. So we have more similarities than we do have differences. And that is factually true. And depending on the age of the group, you could then go into the, um, the Human Genome Project of 2003 that proved that genetically on a biological basis, as human beings, we share 99.9% .9 of our genetics, right? So biologically, we're very similar, okay? Uh, we all get sad when a family member um, is hurt. We all are elated when something great's happened, you know? Uh, we tend to ho all hold our families very dear to our hearts, that kind of thing, okay? And all the other stuff that's come up within this session. Look how many of you love love going to Spain or support this football team or whatever it might be. So it's, you can spark up a great conversation around that. Okay, number two, um, salts and peppers. I love this. I really love this exercise um, um, because it really gets people to experience what it feels like to be important in society or not be important in society. So we're looking at status, right? And so um, this is actually very similar to an exercise, the, um, the brown-eyed experiment that um, anti-racist educator, she doesn't call herself that, it's something similar, Jane Elliott ran, I think in the 60s. I won't go into that, but if you want to Google it, Google it. Jane Elliott, an amazing um, trainer around culture, or well, race, but she doesn't, she doesn't call it race, I can't remember what the word she uses. Right, um, so it's called salt and peppers, right? So what you do in preparation is you've got stick, enough stickers for everybody. Half the stickers are going to have P's on them for peppers and half of them are going to have S's on them for salts. So as people come in, you give them a sticker, they must put it you know, somewhere that's very visible, usually on the shoulder or something, right? Um, and then you, you explain that they're all going to be, uh, you know, you say, you know, welcome, welcome everybody, welcome um, salts and peppers. It's so amazing to have you, you know, you're all a part of this wonderful new community and you're just getting to know each other and I just wanted to go around and say hello to everyone. Just a really quick interruption. Dealing with microaggressions, the online training workshop is coming to you soon, okay? On uh, the 22nd of February, 1 to 3 p.m. GMT, right? So it's designed so wherever you are in the world, hopefully you can capture, you can get, you can be involved, right? What do we cover? Uh, I'm covering uh, defining microaggressions. Um, understand, so people understand the different types of microaggressions that are out there. I share plenty of examples, so you will know exactly what they are. You will also know what the impact of those are and how people, how ethnic minorities cope with microaggressions. Then, you know, the piece that people really want want to know about is how do you manage difficult conversations around microaggressions when they pop up because they can be quite fraught, quite scary. How do you deal with those either as the ethnic minority or the person on the, or, or the white person, right? And, and how do you come back? How, you know, when microaggressions do pop up, what can you say in defense? What can you say to highlight or to educate? What do you do when it's said? Um, do you just leave it, for instance? We'll cover all of that in two hours. So jump on to Eventbrite. There's a link around here somewhere. Um, and if not, go to the Strawberry Words website, strawberrywords.co.uk, strawberrywords, W-O-R-D-S. 
um, s.co.uk. Now back to the episode. So they do that, they go around and the atmosphere is lovely and you can see handshakes and high fives and just smiles and hear chatter and it's great. So you let them do that for about a minute. And then after a minute you say, Oh, everyone, I, you know, sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, I actually got this wrong. Um, yes, you are all part of a new community. However, Salt, I do apologize. Um, I got it wrong. Um, actually, you you have a higher status, um, or you might wanna say you're more important than the peppers. And so you're all still, you know, new and you're all still a part of the community, but it's really important to note that the salts are the most important people. And then you ask them to go off and again, introduce themselves again and have conversations again. Oh, it's so interesting what you see, okay? You'll see the salts are, you know, they're feeling great, most of them. Some people feel uncomfortable, um, but you let, it, you let it play out, right? And then for about, again, this one a bit longer, for about two to three minutes, because again, you'll see some interesting dynamics. Um, and then, you interrupt after about three minutes and you say, oh guys, I'm, I'm really, really sorry, I do apologize. I don't know how I managed to do this, but I've made another mistake. Uh, actually, um, it wasn't the salts that had the highest status. It's actually peppers. You are the most important people and I'm so, so sorry. I am absolutely really apologetic. And in fact, Peppers, can you please come here? I need to have a word. At Salts, just go over there. And you're really dismissive. And at that point, you can see the scowls on the Salts faces and, you know, because they've been left. And then you say to the Peppers, right, when you go back, I really want you to um, pretend that they are beneath you. You know, you are so much better than them. Uh, obviously, you cannot touch them. You can, cannot use foul language, um, you know, but, you know, and, and feel free to ignore them. Uh, and you cannot be physical in any way. So you really go, especially with younger people, people, you have to be really um, clear on those rules. But so they're like all excited now. So they go in and again, you see those dynamics come out. Uh, some of the salts are angry. Some of them don't even want to talk to the peppers. Uh, a lot of the peppers, again, will readily take on the role and so on. And then it's all about, so that then the exercise comes to an end and then it's about the discussion and the richness is in the discussion. So it's about the questions that you're asking, right? So how did you feel when you had a higher status? You know, and you'll hear all sorts of things. And then you ask questions such as, um, you know, who are the people, who, and this is the really important question here, who do you think are the people that have higher status, have a higher status in society? You make a long list, you know, and how, how do you think, who are the people who you think have a lower status in society? And again, you make a long list. And again, you talk about, so can you understand why they might feel this way? Can you understand why some might feel angry, you know, for those who have the lower status? Or can you understand why some might feel despondent or annoyed or sad and depressed and so, oh my gosh, it's such a rich, a rich discussion. So that's number three, that's the culture, uh, sorry, that's the um, salt and peppers. And the last one is a cultural disaster exercise, right? So, um, again, the, what, the, what the aim of this one is, is to, number one, yes, 
look at the similarities that people have, but also to look at the different values that people have based on where they're from. So this works particularly well when you've got a really mixed group of people in terms of where they're from. Um, it still works well with other groups of people, but it works, it works particularly well when people are from different countries and different cultures, right? So what you do is you put people into groups, groups of about four to five, and you put on the screen, uh, so you say to them, you say, and you've got to be quite vague with this and not get too specific, but you say, look, there's been a cultural, sorry, there's been a disaster in your country. You all live in the same country. There's been a disaster and you've got to leave. Don't be specific about the, the disaster. Just say, you know, I can't give you any more information, but there's been a disaster and you must leave immediately. You have to leave everything behind apart from, um, there's two things you can take from this list. And the list is clothing, money, religion, history, flag, food, and language. So I'll say, that, I'll say that again. Clothing, money, religion, history, flag, food, and language. So then they have about a good 10, 15 minutes to discuss and agree on two things they're going to take with them. So this, again, this conversation's really, really great, right? Because you're hearing what's really important to people. So, and, and it's really fascinating because you'll find that for some groups, you know, their religion is everything. For other groups, it's money. We've got to take money. For others, like my clothes are a part of my identity. And, and so, and, and again, what they've got to do is as a group is come up with two that they agree on. So even in that discussion, because people are so passionate about their particular things, um, um, again, you hear people fight in their corners. And then again, you know, you have that discussion about, you know, why they chose the two that they did in the end. And then also you open up discussions around where they disagreed. Okay. And then what you do is you add the, the, um, the category family and you ask the question, if I put family in there, would that change at your two and usually you'll find that yeah they'll get rid of one for family because again as human beings that's something we really have in common is this affiliation and strong sense of strong compassion uh, for our families um brilliant so there you go three exercises that you can use the creative access um three creative activities that you can use to explore culture identity diversity discrimination in your school in your college in university in work wherever. You're welcome.